the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello and welcome to episode 466 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Sam. Welcome along to your weekly fix of, well, us. <laughs> weekly fix of us. Yeah, I don't know what else you're expecting. Uh, it's just two randoms that made a podcast 10 years ago, started a podcast 10 years ago, and uh, have been doing it weekly ever since, and uh, yeah. grinding it out, um, <laughs> waiting for our big break. It just sounds so sad when you put it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm no. No. I no. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> What's been happening this week for you? Um, I I ha- I've had I had a pretty good um start of the week actually. I well actually I think it was Tuesday morning. So I don't know if I mentioned this, but at the beginning of the year, I decided I was going to reach out to a bunch of people and do some effectively cold calling. So invite them to jump on Zoom with me for 20 minutes and just have a chat. To yep. them. And, I'm, and I'm talking to these people that I don't know who they are. And from all over the I, world? Yeah, from all over yep. the world. Mostly Canada for whatever reason. Oh, Seems to Canada. be the majority in Canada. Canada's for good. Whatever. Just randomly. But, um, yeah, so anyway, I and I've had some good things. I've got a um, podcast I'm guesting on next week. It was going to be this week, but it, it was That's a right. screw up the, the thing. So it's next week, which is cool. But, yeah, on Tuesday – I woke up, the alarm woke me up, or a different alarm woke me up, and I was like, oh, what's that? Oh, crap, I've got this meeting with Shauna, which I'd made four weeks previous. Like, I'd forgotten all about it. So, uh, not not Shauna, sorry, um, Larissa. Larissa. So I was like, oh, okay, I'll get up and do this. And basically, this this pitch, because the thing is I'm saying, I don't have a pitch. i got nothing to sell. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. This is the thing I'm thinking is important this year is AI is going to flood the market with content. That's going to devalue everyone's courses. So I think that there has to be something that's a lot more implementation-based. Whatever we do with them, they go away with something. Yeah, That's going to be the differentiation. I want to go along that. I'm looking to do some collaboration with something. Um, but I thought we'd chat and see what you think. Anyway. It went off like a house on fire. It was awesome. She goes, funny enough, I've just decided that I'm going to get a speaker coach. So this woman runs, uh, I think it's called Next Page, and they do um, the authors, yeah. author coach. So pretty much all these people I was picking on this author niche, you know, they're helping authors. She goes, I was just decided to do get a um, speaker coach, and I've been talking about this guy. She gave me a name. Uh, who I hadn't really heard of. Um, and, you know, we're just about to do the contract. I hadn't done the contract yet. So I was like, oh, that's cool. Um, and then we went through this stuff, and then we did this big brainstorm. And then, um, yeah, uh, she goes, can you send me a proposal through on yes. what you just did? So I did the next day, and the contract should be coming next week. So it should be worth maybe around 15 grand a year. Um, and it's a two-year contract. So Very good. That's excellent. That's a great start to the day. Um, so all of this is over by eight o'clock, and then I'm jumping on work, going, "How's everybody else's morning going?" Because I'm happy. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah. Just talking about that real quick, the AI thing and all of that, and uh, content. Facebook has turned off the APIs for Facebook groups, and oh, so people aren't can't spam them with AI content. No, it's not that. 
it's more along the lines you can't use a lot of tools now to talk to your Facebook groups. They think Facebook is going to start charging businesses to use those groups. And you've got the talk about all these people are building businesses after business on these other platforms, which they do not own. So any day, Facebook can turn it all off. Yeah. And that's the same so with podcasting funny. as well. Like, this is why we have the Chris and Sam podcast.com. A lot yeah. of people do not have a website. It's crazy. Um, it's interesting because I've just been looking at that randomly myself for, for, for what I'm planning to do this year. And community is a big thing. And yeah. so the two places I've been looking at is school and circle. Yes. Um, and because I know I, I've been in communities on both of those. Yeah. Um, obviously schools, I mean, Sam Ovens is a Kiwi originally. I don't know if he still counts as a Kiwi. Oh, right. Uh, yeah, he's a Kiwi. And, um, of course, Alex Hermosi. He's all over just, it. He's all over it. And, it, uh, lots of people have been getting to me. It's just, it's just a little expensive. Um, Circle has a, a lower priced start. You can start at $49 US a month. Um, but the basic thing is 99, same as school. School's just the one price, ninety nine a month. All right, and like, yeah, don't overthink it. Start small. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I, the thing is, there's no point in starting buying a community platform without and having one or two people in it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it just it it it's the opposite of good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so I'd have to wait till I build up a, a community using whatever else, and then and and migrate them to that. But yeah. It was interesting looking through that. Oh. Anyway, moving on. At the end of last week's podcast, I said I might get my car back. We finished recording, and then I had a phone call from the panel beater. And yeah. the car was ready the next day. So I went and picked that up. Uh, it smells of industrial solvent. So that's a nice smell to get into every day. It's slowly going away. Because I'm a, I think they just replaced the window themselves, not an actual glass person. So... God knows what they've used or how they've done it, um, or they've glued the center oh, console. It one of the, it's one of the ones that don't. Yeah, it's the little down. quarter light. The yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm not sure. Um, so it's all good. Next week it's getting a car alarm put in it. So I've organised that from some nice. some rando guy that they uh, suggested. I said, "Who's who, who? Do you suggest for this sort of thing?" Because uh, they were like, "Because my car's like the third most popular car to steal in New Zealand now." So. I'm looking for, Oh really? Yeah, yeah. It's like Toyota oh. Aqua, um something else, Pre- and then a Cro- Pre- and then Pre- and then a Toyota Corolla station wagon. Oh wow. Anyway, because I said to the guy oh, there was another one on the street and they didn't take that one and he said, Oh, they keep taking the Jap import ones because they don't have immobilizers. New Zealand you do. And I was like, Oh he goes, You really should think about an alarm. He goes, We've had one car in here five times in the last twelve months. Oh, my God. They just keep taking it. So I rang this random dude. They've got this guy that, that works out of his house. And he, they said yeah. he's really, really good. And I was like, and he, I was talking to him. And we were t- I, like, I missed his phone call, even though I'm sitting here and I just didn't get cell coverage. So we had a five-minute conversation about how cell coverage is just worse than it's ever been. Like, I was just riffing with this dude. He sounds, he sounds exactly like Ryan, which was, which was a bit <laughs> creepy. Um Ah, uh, funny. Yeah. So, anyway, sorting that out, and uh, that was most of my week. 
Well, you got your car. Yeah, yeah. No, that's oh, cool. that's and I cool. got my watch from Garmin. They replaced it. Oh, nice. Oh, that looks good. So. Sweet, sweet. Hey, um, randomly, I'm just going to mention this because I was watching it yesterday. Say mm. uh, DW, um, which is Deutsche Welle, is the um, German news. Of course, um, we know it well. I don't even yeah, know why yeah. you're explaining this. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So they they do some uh, documentaries. There's this great documentary on um, on, on YouTube. Uh, it's, it's only been put up in the last couple of days or okay. something. And I, I've called it zombie wells. That's not what the doco's called. But um, basically, it's what happens. I never even considered this in my entire life. What happens to an oil well when they finish it? I thought they... The, to plug yeah, I it. thought they plugged it and filled it. Yes and no. Okay. They're supposed to. There's 38 million um, wells around the world. That's crazy, yeah. That are closed and abandoned. Yeah. Um, possibly up to a third of those have been properly plugged. Okay. The rest are not. And they, they looked at things in the bottom of the North Sea. They looked in the States. They looked at, oh, there was a couple other countries, uh, France and somewhere else in this doco. Yeah. And, you know, they get the, the what are they, infrared cameras or whatever, and they can see the methane pouring oh, out. Oh, right. It. Yeah, okay. And okay. it's 38,000 kilotons of, uh, 38,000 tons of methane a day going into the atmosphere from all this. So is this. This is what they estimate. Okay. I was like, oh, my God. It was just – I just found it fascinating. Is that untapped a, potential, though, to get that methane or not? Do they say that? Um, I don't know. They didn't even talk of it in those terms. It's just because people are being, uh, uh, dying <laughs> and uh, getting really sick. Yeah. Because particularly in America, they um, – every man and his dog, if they – oh, I think I can drill a hole here and we can get some oil out. And there's – Towns built on these yeah, things yeah. now. Houses have just started blowing up. Nice. Because the methane's been seeping through into their basement and suddenly boom. And house has been blowing up. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, great, great doco. So we'll have a link to the doco um on YouTube. It's free to watch, I mean, you know. But yeah, it's really cool. Anyway, Talk- I just mentioned that because I watched it last night. Talking about AI uh earlier, mm. if you if you were into looking at birds, would you want your binoculars to have AI? Ah, so that's an interesting yeah, idea. Shrofsky, that's how I'm going to pronounce it, um, they have brought out a pair of binoculars with an AI-powered system in it. It'll cost you about just under 5000 US dollars, and it can identify 9,000-plus birds. Wow! Yeah, it's a um, integrated operating and object recognition system. They're the only ones that have done it. it. Takes about five seconds to display the names of the bird that you're looking at. Can you record with that? Uh, it doesn't mention that, but uh, that'd be pretty cool. Uh, well, and and the reason I say oh, maybe. That is what I would want to do is if you oh, looked at something and it didn't come up, I'd go record because it's not in the nine thousand. I'd want to. I want to show that to somebody. Actually, just you just reminded me of something. I don't have it listed, uh, noted down, so I've got to try and find it. They found a bird, they think, that they thought was extinct. But they've put up a bloody reward for it. So somebody sort of spotted it, but they haven't got definite, definitive um Oh, evidence. I literally just... Yeah, okay. 
So they've offered $10,000 for a rare South Island Kokako, possibly seen in the Southland. And they thought it was extinct. They listed it as extinct in 2013. Um, Doc reclassified its status as data deficient. That's a government term for you, isn't it? Um, <laughs> so they're trying to. F- it, it's the Schrodinger's box of extinction. They yeah they've had, yeah exactly they've had a possible a possible sighting maybe, um, but the comments online were like, oh, people are going to go crazy if there's a ten thousand dollar reward. They'll just start like probably grabbing stuff. I don't know. Yeah, but what if you go and kill the last one to bring it in to show them? Exactly. No, I know it's crazy. It's the dumbest so this, thing I've ever. Yeah, seen. I mean, if it's if they if they said ten thousand dollars for a a definitive photo, I think that's what it is. Uh, it is yeah. that, but you know, people are going to go to the extreme. Uh, one person, Reese Buckingham, he's part of the trust. He's been looking at it for more. He's been searching for it for more than forty years. Oh, and he wasn't the one that found it. I don't know. It doesn't hang on. Who did actually try and see this? They just said there was a recent possible sighting. <laughs> um, actually, just on that AI thing, just because you reminded me, and, and this is not something I had noted either, I saw this pretty interesting little uh, clip on LinkedIn, and it's just the security footage, effectively, but it's so it's high up camera mm. looking at a cafe. And behind the, the, the counter is three or four, I think with four people working, baristas, and then on the other side, so the counter sort of splits the, the screen, if you like, on, on the right, and then there's um, the people sitting down. And this AI camera um, counts how many coffees the staff have made. Yeah. So you can see their productivity. One was on 20, one was on 10. Lucy had two. Well, Lucy, Lucy's um, a dick. You know, dick. it's like Lucy's a dick. Or, or she only just came on shift. Who knows? Doesn't matter. Um doesn't say um and then on the left it had all the people at the tables and it had above their head how long they've been sitting there one was there for one hour 25 minutes with their laptop yeah a couple of people at 15 one at two da 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 and i'm like that's pretty cool i still don't know whether i appreciate that being in that thing with that pointing at me i'm not sure but it's it's happening it's happening everywhere so yeah, the checkout, the self checkouts at Countdown have a camera that look down on you now to oh. make sure you scan everything. And if you don't, huh. they come in and it, it tells them, and they um, hit you up about it. Oh wow! Yeah. Hey, oh, uh, we're halfway through the podcast, and we haven't done a shout out to Warren, who I've never met. <laughs> I want to shout out to Warren because I caught up with Warren the other week, and I forgot to mention him last week. Uh, just because I hadn't written it down. Um, but yeah, Warren, I met at the uh, Hamilton, haha, Hamilton uh, Comedy Club, and we've sort of caught up a couple of times. And then, uh, yeah, went and had a coffee with him. So, and just basically talked about what he's up to and stuff like that. But one of the things that was interesting was he's uh, dealing with the men's shed, which is one of the reasons he has trouble on Wednesday coming out to the haha, Hamilton. And I'd never heard of it, but you've heard of it. Yeah. Um, and uh, it sounds like a pretty cool thing. I, I'd be somewhat tempted to check it out at some time, I said. But, um, yeah. Uh, so his, the men's shed that they're working with, I think it's Norton, uh, I think he said, um, they, they're doing coffins, uh, creating coffins. So a whole bunch of random people 
a few retired people, whatever, and they go and 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 make things for people. So in this case, they're making coffins for young, small people, children. Yeah, effect small coffins. Um, but yeah, it's was, it was fascinating. Anyway, uh, so shout out to Warren. Anyway, excellent. Hope you're uh, listening to the podcast and uh, doing well. Yes, yes, yes. Hey, have you heard all this drama about Taylor Swift and the Super Bowl? I don't really know what's going on. I, I know, I know that they had. All I know is they had to remove her name from X, formerly Twitter. But that's, oh, really? That's an AI thing. So I think, I think. Oh, that yeah, that's a different yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that's AI adult content with her face, I guess, or body. I don't know what it is, and apparently it must be really good or i don't know lots of people were searching for it so much so that twitter had to turn that off but i also know something happened with super bowl and i assume that's to do with her boyfriend right yeah so travis kelsey is a player for the chiefs um and she's been going along to these chiefs games to support her boyfriend whenever she's in town and half uh, and the world's going nuts about this all these 12 year old girls around the uh united states have suddenly discovered that there's this thing called football uh, <laughs> i know i know they have more ticket sales if she's there or something oh it's crazy and so this has all been going on and then the chiefs have made the finals so they're in the super bowl versus the 49ers yes which is now this is not a big surprise the chiefs have made it to the finals I want to say, I, I may be wrong, four times in the last six years or whatever, okay. something like that. So, like, they're up there. They're, they're, they're the crusaders of They're consistently whatever. good. They're consistently good. But the um, what happened is a couple of years ago, um, Taylor Swift, who has never been political at all and, and still isn't particularly, no. but she came out um, and endorsed um, Biden before the election oh. of Biden. Okay. Right? Yeah. Because she thought Trump was terrible, uh, which doesn't make her a political hack. It just makes her intelligent, as far as I can see. Anyway, so right now the um, the mega mega guys, all of the Republicans, are absolutely losing their shit, and it's hilarious. They're going, "This is what's happening." The deep state have worked it so that um, they've hooked up this guy, Cal- uh, Tra- Travis. Yeah. Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Taylor's not really a star. They've made her a star. They've made this guy. They've engineered it so that the Chiefs have got into the finals. And it's also once he wins, he's going to win. He's going to get a touchdown because it's scripted for that to happen. And then Taylor's going to come out and she's going to endorse Biden and they're going to win the election. And it's all a have job. It's a con. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Seems legit. (laughs) Seems legit. (laughs) <laughs> but what got me most of that um was um the ticket prices. So I was like, oh, that's hilarious. But then I, I actually looked this up because I was like, what that can't be right. Yeah. So the do you know what the ticket price is to go to um a lot. The Super Bowl? A lot. Have a guess? Five hundred dollars. <laughs> Uh, prices start at six thousand seven hundred fifty-one each when buying a pair. Prices climb to over seven thousand when opting for just a single ticket. What? Oh, really? We've spotted ticket kits at um, much more reasonable altitude price between eight thousand and ten thousand. Whoa! So, I didn't realize it was that much. Okay. 
I know it's. I know it's. Insane. I know it's a big it's deal. It's got a seating capacity of sixty-five thousand. Like the comparatively dull. Uh, yeah, seating capacity of sixty-five thousand. So you do the numbers. I know it's big for the advertisers, and everyone wants to see the Super Bowl commercials. Yeah. Um, I, I just I never expected it. I, I, that just blew my mind because somebody said something. I think it was Jimmy Kimmel or one of those said something about twelve thousand dollars tickets. I'm like whatever, and so I actually went in and looked up this uh, the ticket prices. I was like, holy snot, <laughs> that's ridiculous. But I suppose they've got enough rich people in the states that you know it is. Yeah. It's the most expensive tickets ever. They said in their history. Oh my god. Um, and, and while we're on the Taylor Swift thing, there's a Brisbane school has planned to change the exam times so that you year 12 students can attend the Swift concert. Yep, probably <laughs> should do that. It's a bit, bit crazy. <laughs> it's a good idea. Okay, so uh, I've got a couple of other things. We've got time? Yeah. All right, so parrot story. Okay. I, I, I saw this and I... I the story itself, the 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 web story isn't that great. It basically was like after going viral for their ability to swear, a group of parrots will be introduced to a larger group of proper parrots with the hope that a change in social scenery will curb the ba- bad mouth. Don't, don't, don't they teach the other ones? Well, isn't that what's that's happened? What I was going to say because have I ever told you the story about my uncle John? <laughs> I don't. Well, I don't know. What did he have a parrot? Okay, all right, so. John, when he this was about forty years ago, so he's in his twenties. He worked for um, Sanyo, and um, you know he he was he he finished uh, two apprenticeships. He did his electrical apprenticeship and his electronics apprenticeship, okay. and he had a fairly technical job, um, doing really well, working in Sanyo. And they had this national conference. Um, I forget where it was. He was staying in a hotel, so. He lived in Christchurch, so it wasn't Christchurch. He was staying somewhere. Yeah. And the hotel had a big cage in the lobby with all these parrots. Actually, it might have been overseas, this thing, actually. Now I'm thinking. Yeah, about okay. It. Sounds, sounds- and there's all these, all these parrots, yeah. all these parrots. And so, you know, 40 years ago, one of the cutting-edge things that you could buy is a little tape recorder. Yeah, dictaphone yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So t- using he- tape. Using tape, yeah. literally. So one night, because <laughs> my uncle John used to play pranks all the freaking time, he just recorded a load of swearing, dropped it in the cage overnight, <laughs> came back, and the next day was the conference, and everybody's walking in, and his parrots are all swearing. At oh him. my gosh, he 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 causes this. He probably started. <laughs> he probably started this forty years ago. <laughs> and the hotel had to sell the parrots. <laughs> what? I don't know how I feel about that. We can't have the parrots. Uh, oh my god, that's hilarious. Um, yeah, so my uncle was my hero when I was growing up. <laughs> oh yeah, he sounds like a character. Uh, so. Um, <laughs> I've got one story which I'll leave till last because it's a little bit spicy, and so people that don't want to uh, listen to it or have kids around can sort of stop. Oh, okay. So um, I saw the story, and 
I don't think we spoke about this, but maybe we have. I'm not sure. So it's from 29, uh, yeah, 2019, but they updated it rec- uh, 2022. Did you hear about, you can tell me if we've spoken about this, the, the Nigerian scammer that sold a fake airport? No. Okay. No, I think I remember that. He, he sold it for 242 million pounds. Holy crap. So this must have been, he must have got caught in around 2019-ish, I guess. Yeah, so he had five accomplices, and they pretended that they were the governor of the Central Bank of Nigeria, and they convinced the director of a Brazilian bank that's who they were. Um, And he said, oh, we need $10 million. Uh, No, so the Brazilian asked for a $10 million commission for negotiating the investment, and they're like, yeah, all good. The Brazilian bank noticed that half its capital was resting in the Cayman Islands. They lost $242 million from the scam, and the guy never asked to see construction work or anything. They're just like, yeah, yeah, it's going it's going well. <laughs> um, oh, my he, God. He only spent a few years in jail for that fraud, but a decade later, so when did all this happen? It doesn't actually say. It's a shit story. Anyway, but later on, he got charged for murder and terrorism. So he's doing well. Oh, my God. But what breeds... Why Why is it so prevalent? Why Why does it happen so much there, it seems? I don't know. Um, there must just be... You must be surrounded by other people that are always scheming, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's... If you, if you want to be in the top tier of scam scammers, go to a scamming country. I mean, you know, like if you want to be the top tier of the UFC... You fight in the States. You want to be a top-tier scammer, you go to Nigeria. No, no, but how yeah. does it get to that point? Why is not New Zealand not the best scammers in the world? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't mean, know. I know it's like, like obviously, pover- poverty and stuff. Oh, yeah, we are, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the police actually here, they're busy. Uh, they may have found him, I'm not sure, because um, there is a photo of him. It's pretty obvious that you can see who it is. Uh, they're after a shirtless man on a mobility scooter. Uh, he burglared, uh, robbed two places in Fongamata, and then took off down the road. Um, he's balding with a long, thinning white hair and bushing, bushy white mo. Uh, they want to talk to him to assist their aqu- inquiries, but he's just like burning <laughs> off down the road. <laughs> it can't be that hard to work that out. I'm Santa. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Okay, let's end with your story. Okay, this is this is somewhat disturbing. So, oh as, my gosh, as a man- it's disturbing and everything. So, I, do we need this story? I don't know. I, I think <laughs> there's a couple of things that's made me laugh. Okay, and I was okay. like, should I? Should I not? Try, try okay. and tell it as high so, level as you can without going into gritty detail, if possible. Well, there's some gritty detail that okay, I've got to okay. go into because it's hilarious. Okay. So there's the headline is that an Australian man escapes jail for exposing himself at a Hungry Jack's after a Super Viagra orgy. So what? I was like, uh, I'm not going to talk about this. This is crap. This is whatever. Because yeah. he's do these things all the time. I'm sure it's an everyday It's like a Wednesday. Up, up, yeah. up near yeah. Darwin. You know, it's probably just happening all the yeah. time. So I wasn't going to share this at all, except there was a couple of things that cracked me up, and I was like, oh, okay, I've got to, got to talk about this. So an Australian man has escaped for, 
or visiting a hungry jack's drive through with a visible erection after claiming he was suffering from the effects of a super Viagra. Did he have pants on? He's a... F- uh, like... I, okay. Let me okay. get that. Let me get that. A farrier from Humpty Doo, which just cracks Yeah, me okay, up. from Humpty Doo, good. <laughs> from Humpty Doo, um, pleaded guilty last week um, and was given a good behaviour bond. Um, he'd taken a substance known as Pitbull Super, which is a super Viagra. <laughs> okay. The substance contains multiple erectile dysfunction medicines and promises on the packet to give a man erection that lasts for days. It had the desired effect. Yeah, okay. Um, the lawyer said, uh, after enjoying his time with a number of young ladies, fifty-one-year-old Richardson reportedly remained rigid, and uh, when it started to split, yeah, he started to panic. Yep. No, as you would, as you would. Which is bad. What got me was the next line. So he went for a feed. Of course he did. <laughs> My dick's starting to split. Think I'd better go to Hungry Jack's. Not my first instinct. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's mental. He, he uh, the, the, the uh, lawyer explained that his genitals were too sensitive to wear shorts, so he draped a towel over the affected area and went through the drive-in um, of Hungry Jack's, which I, yeah, okay. Like, it could be worse is what I'm yeah. saying. That's right. right. Um, so, uh, but a, the, his tumescence was witnessed by a 16-year-old worker who was reduced to tears by the experience. Yeah. Somebody in the window, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, but I, the whole thing, first of all, Humpty Doo, is, that shouldn't be the name of a real place. I, I can tell you a little bit about Humpty Doo if you want. Oh, yeah, please. Uh, it has a population of 4,300 people. And uh, one of its attra- yeah, one of its attractions is other than this man's tumescence. It, it's yeah, it's got one of those um, you know, big things attractions found around Australia. Like we've got giant carrots here and giant trout. Yeah, yeah. What do you think Humpty yeah, yeah. Doo's got? No idea. A giant crocodile sitting down with boxing gloves on. <laughs> Oh, okay, I might have. You might have to find the photo of that. That might be an episode uh, image. Yes, uh, I reckon. Uh, yeah, cool. Um, so anyway, that and the whole. Let's go to a. Um, <laughs> let's go to. A, let's go get a feed because I'm falling apart here. <laughs> That's the ridiculous. <laughs> Sorry, uh, that just got me. So apologies for those of you that were not keen on that. But, oh no, that uh, was all right. That wasn't. That was way tamer than what I had in my head. Um, that brings <laughs> us to the end of the podcast. Thank you for listening. Uh, thanks for checking it out. Head over to thechrisandsampodcast.com for all the show notes, links, and all the past episodes. There's 465 others. Actually, there's more than that because we've got stuff from field days, the time we went to Armageddon. Uh, the, your laugh is on the front page. The time, <laughs> the time I upset a scammer on the phone. Yeah, that was awesome. So that was. Awesome. Uh, uh, yeah, so there's a lot on the website. In fact, I um, the next door neighbours are moving out, so I loaned them my hand tr- truck, and then I gave them a fridge magnet to put on their fridge. So they'll be checking out the podcast at some point. They'll be doing something. <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah uh yeah and don't forget the facebook page uh 
feel free to interact with us there, give some ideas for other stories that you've heard, or ask us any questions you want. Yeah. Until next time, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friends.